This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to Twinnovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, cons, squares, hustles, any way you're making that money. We are here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my nifty, shifty, evil twin brother to my far left, El Jefe the Chef, a tugboat Rosenberg. And to my far right, uh, she is the Queen B, she's my Queen A, she's my Queen C, D, E, F, and G. She's Anna Merida Nikolic. Anna. What's up, guys? How y'all doing out there? Haven't talked to y'all in a minute. We had a big old episode last week, didn't we? Oh, did we? Because yes, I yes, felt yes. like we did. It was amazing, and then I feel like, where's the, where's the accolades? Where's the, where's the uh, reality TV universe like coming for us? Like articles about Twinovation. Like that was the plan. What the well, fuck? it's only been out. It's only been out three days. I think you got to let the mustard gas simmer a little bit. But I do hear you. I think it was a fantastic episode and it deserves a lot more glory. Yeah, people need to like spread rumors about it. Like start spreading rumors and like make it sound like, ooh, like did you hear? Like Elizabeth was on Twinovation. Did did we get any new, uh, you know, social followers out of this? Oh, Jeff, we're always getting to. Yeah, uh, we did get a few. Um, So we are happy about it. About our new, uh, can we say the network or the show? I don't understand the rules around this. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, we can. It was was Liz, Liz, Elizabeth from fucking, you know, the show, the boat uh, show. Boat show. (laughs) Seems like we, I don't know. You know, we're pussy for not. Yeah, we're cowards. But, you know, lawyers are something that we're not well equipped to deal with. Actually, I'm looking for a couple of lawyers. If there's any lawyers in the nation, please reach out to me uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, yeah, up and down the aisle, looking for all types of lawyers. Uh, it's a Goliath Industries product, um, and I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Cool. Yeah, we're all excited. To cool, see indeed. We should start selling slingshots, like really big slingshots or really small slingshots. That's interesting. Yeah, I was talking uh, recently about bringing back the catapult. You know? So you pull it back. Oh, like... So you're talking mini slingshots, Jeff. Yeah, I I switched to mini slingshots because we can, you know, move product on that. That's interesting, and I love that. Uh, Those are the types of ideas you get right off the cuff with Jeff. Um, The show hasn't even really started yet, and he's throwing out ideas for Goliath Industries to push their David slingshot. Um, Of course, those that aren't well-versed in the Bible, uh, David killed Goliath, uh, the the monster, the the one-eyed giant. I don't know if he was cycloptic or not, but it seems like you can kind of know those two. Yeah, yeah, because the slingshot to the single eye was always the idea. Um, But Dave, why don't you tell people what innovation is about? Oh, of course. Twinovation is about scheming and dreaming, folks. Every episode, we come up with uh, million-dollar ideas with the, the help of the nation. We each pitch an idea, an app, uh, or, or a product, or you know, a new lifestyle. Um, we all hit home runs last episode for any of you new Bravo or Below Deck fans out there. Oh, uh, you're going for um, it? I'm going for it. We're 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 not employees of these goddamn. Networks. Yeah, Liz isn't on it now, so like, yeah, exactly. So she can't. She, you know, they're not listen. What if anyone is from you know their legal side is still listening to the episode at this point? Then like, maybe yeah, if then they're on the legal side, I'm looking for lawyers. Mm-hmm. And if you're working for Bravo under the law program, <laughs> uh, Jeff, your Jeff's background face. is getting <laughs> wow. Uh, this what is really going to get me on that glitch art uh, subreddit I've been hoping to get on. Because I don't Very know. fantastic stuff. Backgrounds there on, on Zoom, you know, and again, audio podcast, but here we are. Well, we'll post oh, this for video sure. Too. Yeah, this is going to make it for sure uh, to the social, so don't worry about that. Wait, wait, wait. 
we have a lot of beef to get to this week, don't we? We do, we do. Uh, and I'm happy you're getting right to it, folks, because it's that time of the week. It's time for the... The beef of the week, of course, is a segment of the show where uh, Anna likes to chew Jeff out. So we leave the floor to Anna. What have you to say, Queen? David, you don't have to, uh, you know, pigeonhole me that way. That's not all that I do. And, you know, we all share the beef. I just have a lot more anger uh, than perhaps you guys openly display. But I say it loud and say it proud. This week, you know, it's not even really a beef. I think uh, we just would be remiss on this podcast where we talk about schemes and dreams and mm-hmm. grifts and cons if we didn't talk about hilaria baldwin a bit of uh, course no uh for thank those you that for bringing this up that yes. don't know uh do you know about this jeff yeah i read up on him i was confused at first because isn't the daughter's name like england so he has a daughter with Kim Alec Baldwin has a daughter with Kim Basinger named Ireland that's like a different uh, marriage but then within like the last 10 years he married this younger woman named Hilaria uh, whatever and she was purportedly a like Spanish dancer and yoga teacher and she like had an accent and everything whatever she's like claiming that she's half spanish and that the other half of her family is from boston which is literally me like that's exactly what i actually am but anyway that's not the point the point is that she's obviously you want to marry alec baldwin i'm kind of an alec baldwin of myself i would like to say he's crazy too you can tell the two of them what a nightmare couple they are because yeah, they she's not she's completely uh, American. She's not Spanish at all. Her name's Hillary Hayward, like Thomas. She's got, a, she's got a hyphen, which is like the most like I don't know. Yeah, Protestant waspy. She has like uh, roots in the Mayflower too, doesn't she? Or like Plymouth. Yeah, just like everyone has gotten themselves caught in a grift from now and then, but this one is really extreme. This it's is funny because like everyone she went to like high school with and college would like they were in the know forever. They're like she. Because she had yeah. an accent, like, faked an accent. Is that what's going He's on? He's been faking an accent. Like, it, there's so many cringy videos. Like, if anyone hasn't seen or heard about this yet, like, go it's look. Like, how at do all you pronounce what it? She's yeah, like when she put it under, she was pretending show. not to know the word for cucumber. She's like, "How do you say in English?" Like, ah, <laughs> so embarrassing. And then. Alec Baldwin there he was on Stern and there's like someone posted these videos of him on Stern like talking about her and he's doing an impression of her and he's like yeah my wife is like oh like how do you do the how do you say this like and it's like oh like so it's like she does it at home too she's like not just putting it on you know like for us like for the public she's doing it in the privacy of her own home her husband and all her children you think all a children? big celeb like alec baldwin would have these people vetted like the tom cruises of the world you that's know? what i was saying and also it's like you know alec baldwin has definitely banged like a million like actual spanish uh, hookers and women and uh you know what i mean like he knows what a spanish woman would be like and then he like ends up marrying this He's sort uh, of our our liberal fake. mel gibson if you will yeah he's uh yeah. i don't know but yeah, they're weird. So that's a whole. I find that so funny and fascinating because it's. I mean, you would you would like to think that. Like, do they have kids? By the way. Yeah, they have five. They have five kids. And so, like, he's. They all speak of- proper English with a London accent. All of the kids are named like Eduardo and him. <laughs> like, no, they really. all. Yeah, they all have like really Spanish names. That's so funny. Oh, that makes Alex Baldwin look like he, he's just like a, the, the dumbest dude ever. Cucumber thing is so funny. 
the cucumber thing is real. Oh, there's so many funny ones. It's really, really, really like. So, so to rewind so it a little bit though, uh, the uh, the whole accusations came after, and I don't know too much about this. She was weeping, and and crying in an Instagram story about something Amy Schumer said, but apparently she let her guard down when she was crying and used her real voice, which was like you know a caring yeah that's voice. what drew, drew attention to this like she was using her normal voice i mean oh like yeah, but people could know. you know go in and out of accents maybe you know that's uh, if you're born in massachusetts you know what a fucking cucumber is <laughs> yeah exactly so i think you know if we were doing that segment we used to do at the end whatever that was called the catch of the day that this would be that we're still we're instead. doing the catch of the day we still do the catch of the day dave doesn't have steam for t- two parts of the episode anymore <laughs> this show is not about you quibbling about you know the structure of this podcast what is it about it's about me pitching million dollar ideas and you guys kind of stealing my thunder by compounding and riding my wave with equally awesome ideas and that's how we get everyone excited with dreams and schemes if you have ever thought of an idea then we'd love to hear you pitch it that's why we love to uh, read your emails by sending them into ideas at twinovation.biz also leave your voicemails at one Six four six nine two six ten ninety two. I love yes. hearing them, and we're Good we're gonna play. Voicemail there. Yeah, and we'll be playing two on this episode, and be reading two submissions as well. So keep your pitches short, folks. Yeah. Are we done with the beef? Do you have more to add? It's hard to no. tell if you're trailing off or, or when you want me to take over. I don't anymore. have more to add. Do you have so one? Then we'll, if I did have one, I would have brought it up. When and I <laughs> can't wait to hear your idea. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be good. Sweat covered moth <laughs> fucking teeth. Gotti. Guys, I'm pretty excited about my idea on this episode, so allow me to pose a question. Please do. Please do. What's the worst part about technology? Oh, wasn't this your question last week? Um, uh, well, technology is pretty <laughs> wide open in general. I'll say all, all the different cords that you got to keep. And, uh, I'm, I'd like one cord for everything. Too okay. much One cord to roll them all. Mm-hmm. too much indeed you are right and you kind of hit the nail on the head there on it the thing is it's addictive to the point where we just can't put them down can we right and what this ends up doing is uh you know it ends up affecting our our sleep a lot we hear it a million times you don't want to be near those computers those electronics an hour before bed uh, you know half an hour before bed that mm-hmm. that kind of stuff will fry your brain mm-hmm. um you know, when they say in general, you know, it's just good to have all devices shut off and away from you. Uh, but a lot of people, they just don't do it. You, you always want to check your messages. You're always, you know, checking to see what new crazy thing Anna saying on the most recent episode of Twinovation, um, you know, or what, what shirt is Jeff wearing on the video version of this available now on Patreon, you know, mm. so a lot of these questions come to mind. Uh, and at the end of the day, there's nothing that can really stop you from overusing this technology, is there? What's going to really stop you? What are you going to what, what are you gonna do? You're going to put on airplane mode? That doesn't really stop you. That just maybe holds it off for a little bit longer. Uh, and, and, you know, there's really no way, you know, you're attached to that thing from the hip. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm excited to announce my brand new idea, okay? And it's called the Holt Hands. All right. What the Holt hands are, are they're essentially gloves you wear to lock your hands uh, at any given time. So for this scenario, we're going to say at 10 p.m., you put these gloves on and they're going to stop you from your tweeting, your scrolling, from being on your phone in general. Even for those people that have problems vaping or drinking. Um, So basically, we're locking your hands. We don't think there's anything important your hands need to be doing after 10 o'clock. We think it only leads to bad things. We want you to lay down, relax, um, and and rest up because you got a bright day tomorrow. 
and we're ready for you to wake up. So strap on those halt hands um, and, and enjoy your own mind. Thank you. Um, these sell for $17.99 and are available at some CVSs. Very cool, Dave. Very cool. That actually is very cool, Dave. It's kind of like a chastity belt for your hands. The chastity belt for people that fap too much is kind of a big market that we're getting. Those a lot of those people actually, we thought this would be more for you know moms and pops, but we're seeing a, a lot of those. Um, what do they call themselves? Incels, the, the people that don't like to jerk off. Um, this is something that they've been using at a lot of their uh, uh, 4chan chat rooms to sort of help them not look like, fap. Like the, uh, it looks like Hulk hands, like the, the the actual Hulk hands that you can buy and put over. They kind of look like that. They're kind of big and needy. Right. Okay. But fun though. You know, you can, you know, they're kind of like boxing gloves, but you know, uh, they're on a time release system where you can't take them off. Um, so what is what are you doing during this time is this basically to wear when you're sleeping yes uh work is slowly preparing for bed (laughs) you know we like to we like to make sure that uh hey you got to get up for that early meeting in the morning we want to make sure you're in bed by 10 not 10 30 uh and not on your phone until 11 30 so you know right black out all that that light pollution that you're getting at night once you hit the lights you'll be surprised how quickly you go to sleep. There's studies that show that, you know, that light activates a lot of uh, receptors in your brain that sort of, uh, you know, those uh, uh, different um, pigmentations and whatnot. Of course. Um, Okay. So it looks like the two Hulk gloves, I get that boxing gloves. Um, I mentioned briefly, what if you have to, you know, go take a crap? Let's bring crap. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, it's crap. Crap is uh, a great scenario, but we expect the people that are putting on these gloves to much like, uh, you know, any sort of very invasive surgery to prepare themselves 24 hours before um, putting these uh, Holt gloves on. Right. And, and so what they're going to do is they're going to learn to train their bodies to not have to go. They're going to go right before and they're going to go right when they wake up, you know, and you can train people to do that when they put on these hands. If there's well, a scenario where you really have to go, then you're shit out of luck or crap out of luck. Why can't you go? Why can't you just you just have to ask someone for help, I guess? Something <laughs> like that. It's a messy situation no matter how you look at it. <laughs> what about well, if you want to read a book, though, you know? So someone else can take them off for you, but you cannot take them off yourself. That's you a pivot. You're alone, though. If you're alone, then you're a loser and you should kill yourself. Wait, why can't you have something that kind of binds your hands together, like into little claws, like bunches your fingers together, like little sticks? And then I like that, Ada. I do. Like and then that. you could like hold things like you could like kind of pull your pants down or something, yeah. but you wouldn't need you wouldn't be able to text. Pull your pants down. I like that. For the crap that you're so worried about taking, Jeff. <laughs> I like that a lot. So we're going to kind of hold the bolt the hands together, right? We're going to kind of get those sticky yeah, fingers we're kinda like all gl- attached. Imagine it for the audio podcast before Jeff says it. We're gluing all the fingertips together. Right, right. right. It's like then you can't use touchscreen capabilities. I and like then that, you can't, so now, yeah. So now we're talking about maybe more of a claw paw. Yes, a claw paw. It sounds a little close. Well, I'm actually... It can be, but we think that the the extra hour we see a lot of our um, current users of the claw paw, we find that they get an extra 45 to 55 minutes of sleep per night when they um, use the claw paw gel, which um, really? sort of self-dissolves after eight hours. Um, claw paw gel. Hours. I like that, Dave. Yeah, yeah. So it's like super glue for your hands? Yeah, and it wears off after around eight hours, which is the general sleeping cycle. What if you need to wake up and take a crap? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you can actually claw paw the crap out of your own asshole if you dig deep enough. Right, right. I hear that. Um, That's interesting because I was imagining some sort of like, you know, a little bullion bag type of deal, you know, with a little. I agree. Over there, but the gel is definitely fun, different. 
Uh, I, uh, it's a little different. Anna, I, I love the idea. I love that you were listening for starters. I noticed that you don't listen a lot uh, in our lives in general. That's not so true. That's not true, David. I'm always listening. Always. What color listening. are my eyes? Ice blue. Cold as the night is wet. Guys, so that's the idea. Uh, Anna, again, thank you for the pivot. Um, the uh, the Holt bolt hands have now turned into the paw claw gel, um, a completely different idea, but it still attacks that same problem, which is those busy midnight fingers. Um, yeah. There's nothing good that you're doing on the internet past 10 o'clock, you know, mostly I imagine Jeff is watching those homeless fights that were popular on the internet um, in the early 2000s. I, I imagine that, like, that your time, though, you know, it, it's, 10 o'clock seems like, you know, a little bit like grandma time. Well, Jeff, we, if you people wake have up to last, work, Jeff. So if you work at nine, that's a solid 11 hours of sleep. Well, you don't sleep well, until a minute work starts. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like to get up at at, at 4 a.m. I'm having breakfast by 5, lunch usually by 9, dinner by 11, and I'm in bed by 2 (laughs) p.m. But actually, I accidentally woke up uh, at like 6 a.m. yesterday, and I got so much done, and then I looked at the clock, and it was like 9.30. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of lost it, you know? Yeah, Dave gets up yeah, at five thirty every day. Rustles around, looks for his jewel, makes a drops like a hand weight on the ground, and like <laughs> wakes the entire house. Then I say, hey, "You know what I've been doing lately?" <laughs> no, I do huh? not. I say, "I say, zip it, Missy." Um, <laughs> I what I've been doing is I've been crawling under the bed and kind of doing those reverse push-ups where I'm pulling myself up under the the frame of the bed. Yeah, like I remember right in Cape Fear. Or, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I do think it's unfair that Ada doesn't let me move in the morning. I think it's like not cool that she, you know my body can be really sore. I just if, think like you know, if you need to wake up at five thirty, then be quiet. Like getting up at five thirty is like the task of the quiet man. Like you don't, you're not like getting up at five thirty. <laughs> you're not a fucking rooster. Like getting up at five thirty and deciding that everyone else. I, in the I house rise also. with the sun and I and I fall with the sun. You can't decide that everyone else in the house has to get up just because you're awake, which is basically what you say when I say be quiet. You're like, oh, sorry, I'm awake. Like, it's like, yeah, at 530 because you're like about to like go like scale the roof because you're like insane. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's dig into that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been That's good. He's crush. been OK lately. Got to give him credit when it's due. But he does get up at 5.30 still, which is like, why? He's getting up at 5.30 for a long day or nothing. Let's just put it that way. Oh, wow, Dave. You look a little defeated there with that. (laughs) Bravo, Sierra. Are you there? (laughs) I'm getting burnt, dude. Is your mic still working? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't understand there's more. two of you guys and one of me and i start fucking yipping and then you guys dave gets scared and gets his feelings <laughs> stand up for yourself that's okay i i'll sleep more i know you like when i sleep. Ugh. yeah please sleep until like seven i get up at seven and it's like isn't that early for some people that would be like that would be a problem i would be the problem getting up at seven and here i am with this 5 30 kid the goal is to wake up before everyone else if you wake up before everyone else and you get to do anything before them so you don't do anything though you just get up and look for your jewel (laughs) oh my god that's because you don't that's because you don't let me leave the room because i make too much noise (laughs) yeah because you like go downstairs and start like uh, doing like a greek plate dance around is what you're putting me a prison he's been eating like a gourmet meal breakfast lunch and dinner getting his laundry done for him getting like gifts like he's a little like he's a little prince and then he goes i can't 
um, make a bunch of noise at 5.30? This is a prison. I hate all of you. That is some classic stuff. Dave, anything to say in response to that? <laughs> uh, well, I think, you know, you could be served a gourmet meal in a cell. That doesn't mean you're free. <laughs> you are ridiculous. Jeff, does this kind of sound like, you know, Mark has commented to me in the past that Dave's a bit of a drama queen. Does that sound right to you? Um, maybe a little bit of a queen for sure. Does this type of like, you know, rustling about and disregard for others uh, sound familiar at all? Well, yeah, I, I told you guys about the, you know, the, I believe it was a Snapple lemon iced tea that he spilled below my, my, uh, <laughs> when I cleaned it up and I just had a sticky floor for, you know, probably to the day. Man. Wow. But, that- but then you got all those ant friends and they ended up being some <laughs> yeah, of the how would you got in your ant farm? how long have you lived in that apartment i've been here for uh for a while here on (laughs) your your boots got roots yeah every place is a cell until you go outside and say hello to your neighbors Mm. doesn't let me talk to the neighbors i was there was a bunch of kids on a trampoline outside and they she won't let me go over and hang with them <laughs> no, I you first know. of all, yeah, that would be creepy. But I'm talking about I was thinking today just occurred to me when we were living in Williamsburg, you know, remember those disgusting neighbors that I used to talk about all the time? That they were just I thought so they were rude. Fine. Dave would like Dave knew how st- first of all, I left them multiple notes telling them to sh- fucking stop leaving their garbage in the hallway and they like didn't care they were like getting notes being like hi like would you mind just putting your garbage in the garbage chute or in the basement we're like not leaving it in the hallway just for us to just look at and walk past day and night like and they did not care they literally imagine getting a note like that i would shrivel up i would be so mortified that I wouldn't even be able to function, I don't think. And then if I ever saw the person again, I'll be like, I, I, like Dave intentionally said hello to them and like went out of his way to be be nice to them. That's kind of a sweet move there, Dave. No, it wasn't a sweet no. move. Because they, nice they kept everybody. leaving garbage out every single day. Every single day, they left garbage out. So they were assholes. If they if they had left garbage out and then I left them a note and they were like so embarrassed and they were like, oh, we didn't realize that leaving garbage on the floor and in the hallways piled up for days was disgusting. But I'm sorry and we won't do it again. Then it's like maybe it's the start of a beautiful friendship. Right. But that's not what happened. Well, I've gotten a couple uh, letters from my neighbors and, and I don't really care for that type of, uh, you know, relationship. It's a little passive aggressive. And I know you're kind of the queen of passive aggressive. Wait, shut up. What are you talking about? Wait, you've gotten Get notes. Her, Wait, you've gotten notes about what? You've gotten Party. notes too, and I just hide them all. From about you. parties? No. About parties? Boys level mainly. Oh my god! And then what? So you get these, and then you just like don't care, and you just keep being loud. Um, I don't care in the sense that we. I'm more aware when we're loud, which is annoying, and I really like. I'm kind of pissed that like they've gotten to me like that, but we haven't like talked to them at all. And, and we still will throw the banger because we're not going to not throw a banger, you know? Is, and this is the current neighbor? The what? You're throwing the current a party. neighbor you're referring to? You know, me and the girl and the cat, you know, we like to boogie down sometimes. Mm, doesn't sound like that's, that's what, what you're talking, talking about, about here. He's having a New Year's party. That and is how many so people are coming to your New Year's party. irresponsible. Having, you are a super spreader. I'm not having a New Year's party. Thank you very much. Well, we remember your wow. last. I believe that you are. Remember your last party with all the fucking hay Halloween parts. party. Yeah. That wasn't your friends were showing their assholes on the uh, the Zoom camera. I, I believe in my apartment, though. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. You got us well, on that one. So what do you guys think about the uh, claw paw jail? It sort of cinches I'm into up the fingers. We're into it. I love it. I think I'm it's in. Right. I, um, Thank I'm you. 
And Fantastic. I, I, I feel like my batting record is, you know, up there in the perfect records for the, the hits on base. Mm-hmm. Um, a little sports reference for you folks out there. Next up in the pig pen, he's my itty bitty titty brother. He's El Jefe, the chef, a Jeff Rosenberg. Jeff, what do you have for us today? Mm-hmm. Guys, allow me people to pose a question. Yeah, dude, Please get at do. it. Uh, you know, this is tough to say with you guys, but do you guys go, because you don't go grocery shopping, okay? But if you were to go grocery shopping, all right, um, uh, what is something that, you know, most people do? They'll either do maybe a list on their phone or, you know, uh, just a little scratch pad piece of paper there, right? And then you kind of have to like go think through Mm-hmm. You know, you do like kind of a like a mental opening of the fridge, and you know, even if you're actually in the kitchen, you can just like go look at the stuff. But you know, you don't always have, uh, you know, the convenience of, you know, maybe the obviously the pen and paper is easy, but the phone inside the store is kind of annoying. You got to take it out. You got to open it up every time. This, that, the other. What if I were telling you? You lose a hand. You lose a hand, of course, Dave. And again, like you know, you got a passcode on your phone. It's uh, pretty annoying, you know. And part of what you're saying about dealing with all this tech, Dave, is is actually where my idea comes in here. So imagine, if you will, we have like a little card, okay? It's like a little little plastic, little wood card here. And on that card, we have, you know, your your 40 uh, grocery store items, okay? Um, You know, a little broader, like baking goods slash like flat or something like that you know carrots uh, could be one um milk obviously is one eggs is one bread is one right so so you have 40 of these on on this kind of like baseball card style uh sized apparatus here and what we have is we have these we have these like little like sliding things you know imagine kind of like your bingo where you like slide something when you have uh, you know, they call B62, whatever, and you slide it. So what this does is it's it's very tactile. You, you, you slide it over when when you need something, and, like, that becomes so it's, it's your got, list. Yeah, it's and, got, yeah, and I, I can see that. Like, a, like when you say baseball or, or sports card, you kind of – I almost picture it like um, – like uh, uh, like one of those like uh, you'd filling out like a box score or something where it's like a little sw- there's a little switch on each one where right. it's like rice beans wheat uh, pasta and there's just like a uh, hundred of the most common things snacks right and dairy you- milk butter cheese pork chicken you know right right and you know it just it's a good way to help you remember you know uh, because if you said like you know say condiments um you strike that you know on your walk there when you're fiddling around with this thing like you'll you'll know that you were looking for you know it's a reminder because then you'll go mental process of thinking about your condiments and i mean that's the idea it's you know something fun to play with in the store um, it's very traditional. It's almost like a picture an antique looking like this. So that's actually where the idea switchboard. Comes. I did see yeah, some switchboard. I did see. Some no, I know that retro futurism is coming back strong. I have a couple Facebook pages that I got banned from that was pushing it, but uh, super into that retro futurism, uh, especially because it can kind of uh, rub that border of the cyberpunk people. And, right. you know, that's a world I kind of want to be in a little bit of the future, a little bit of the past, you know, that daft <laughs> and that punk. I like that. I appreciate that. Um, and this actually only costs you $4.99. Uh, you know, we're kind of thinking of balsa wood, but we might do a plastic as well. Uh, seeing where we want to go with that, Dave. I think it's great. It reminds to, yeah. me, uh, it, it harkens to a day's past. Yes. I like that. Jeff, maybe get Richard to mock something like that up. Uh, I know you just shared the uh, Toma Tuna photo that he mocked up on our Instagram. People are loving that. Um, curious to see what this looks like uh, and, and what kind of foods uh, and food categories you're thinking would be on this device. Someone asked me if that Toma Tuna thing was real. Yeah, really. In the yeah. Switch up. 
to anyone listening out there who hasn't seen it on our Instagram, that which is Twinovation Pod, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the classic it from a couple episodes, uh, you know, maybe a year ago at this point, maybe June. Actually, I'm not sure. What is time? But I know, um, you know, these single center cut slices of tomatoes, uh, perfect for your sandwich, you know, so you kind of get like your tenderloin tomato and they come in single packs, kind of like your um, almost like your uh, craft cheese, but if you, they sell single. And Very are, nice. Uh, I love it. Guys, guys, go check it out. It's really something special. So, Jeff, do you have a quick name for your idea? You gave us a $5 price point. Uh, price point. I was thinking maybe uh, uh, Kitsch List. I like that. I like Kitchless. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Moving around the bases. um, Next up in the pig pen. She is the darling little corn muffin to my uh, to my um, collard greens. Right? Mm. Those go together? Corn muffins? Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, She is Anna Merida Nikolich. Anna, what do you got for us today? Thank you. standing ovation, Dylan. Wow. Thank you so much. You know, I'm actually kind of sorry to Dylan and possibly you guys, because I realized about probably 18 minutes in that I wasn't wearing my headphones. So my audio might be messed up. Huh? I realized the same time as you that I'm not wearing my headphones either. Wait, but you're still oh, not? Gosh. No, I thought it would mess it up if I put them on now. Oh, well, I put them on. Now they're on, but I don't know. What happened well, with that? I got the Zoom recording, but... Uh, All right, know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Eh, podcasting yeah. in the time we're, of we're the really, quarantine, we're boofing, huh? am I right? So anyway, here's my idea. You know, we just had Christmas. I love Christmas. As I was telling you in the pre-roll, Jeff, you know, I got a lot of wonderful gifts this year. Um, you know, my family was very generous. Uh, you know, it was a wonderful uh, year uh, gift-wise, as it always is uh, in my family. But, you know, I can't help but run into the same issue every year, especially since, you know, my birthday is also in December, as you guys would know, your birthdays are also in December. And when you have a birthday that's so close to Christmas, the major gift, or, you know, even Hanukkah, like these are the major gift giving holidays. It's like, you know, I think your, our birthdays are far enough away from Christmas. I think where like for, at least for me, it's never been a problem. Like the gifts have never been like lumped into one. Like I still get my birthday and then I get Christmas. Right. But uh, my wants and my whims are like only what they are for like a certain part of the year. So it's like, you know, stuff that I want in Christmas time is great because I do want that stuff. But then what about when I come up with more things that I want six months from now? Uh, I'm, you know, you're, you're, you know, kind of a maybe a picnic basket or something that you want to get in December. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. It's like, you know, if the people that that pretty new dress, you know, that summer skirt. Exactly. People that are born in like June are so lucky because they have a birthday in summer. They get presents for their birthday. And then six months later, they have Christmas. It's like you're always on a six month gift schedule with a birthday like that. But with a birthday like ours, we're like, oh, we're, we're getting the gifts, but it's only at one time of the year. And it's like, that's not, you know, it's not balanced out. And, they, and so, they get melded together a lot, too, mom. They can. They can be. Ours don't, I was saying. Does, did yours ever? Yeah, they can yeah, be. Yeah, a can lot. Be. They can be. Yeah, they can be. <laughs> I'm so don't glad I never had that. She'll add it to her arsenal. Yeah, like kind of like this year, right? We'll talk about that later. But I feel like, well, what this idea is basically that we're adding a gift-giving holiday to the summer. Dave and I were trying to come up with a name for this concept earlier, and he actually, would you like to say it, Dave? Uh, Schwingunzi. 
<laughs> yes, I think Schwingunzi is an interesting name, but if anyone, you know, I'm not really good at coming up with names for stuff. This podcast still isn't happening because I can't settle on a fucking name. What's that, Jeff? What's Schwingunzi? It's a made-up holiday. It's our made-up summer holiday. It's made-up summer Christmas. So we'll come up with the name, and it'll be basically, but right now, Schwingunzi. I think it can stay Schwingunzi. That is a holiday. It's a summertime. Like Does that mean, June. Jeff? Do you think that's a word that means something else? No, I'm just like it. It sounds like a, like something you you add with your your vodka. Mm, yes. Well, it's actually well, a maybe that's what if it's holiday. a drinking holiday. It's specifically no. for drinking. It's a gift like, giving you know, holiday. Yeah. It's a gift. Maybe you only give liquor holiday. though. It's a maybe summertime. It's a summertime gift-giving holiday, like, like a, a summertime one. Christmas. And everyone celebrates summer. It could be on the same day as a solstice. Oh, and maybe then. So maybe you call it Soul Day. Why are you taking, ruining this? <laughs> Better than Spingoonsie. I think it should have its own special name. I don't think it should just be called Soul Day. And you should Forever be called, like, the soul swapping. Today on Soul Day, we're soul swapping. Who is your soul swapper? Oh, I'm soul swapping. <laughs> soul swapping with Billy. I think, you know, it's kind of similar to how you guys, you know, in the same vein as Halloween. this is like, you know, as much as we are really missing out on the costumes at another time in the year, you were really missing out on the gift giving as well. So there should be a. So summer what takes Christmas. the place of the tree? Tell tell me the tell me the look, the feel. What's the color palette of this holiday? So that can be fleshed out by us, but I think it should be like hot purple. Well, and come ready, maybe like, come ready maybe to the pod with the Lakers colors. It's Lakers colors. It's Lakers colors. Or maybe it's red and yellow. Maybe it's red and yellow. I don't know. And then, you know, it's like uh, usually like a pool party, maybe, situation. Maybe you have like a bucket of water in your house instead of a tree. Yeah, because with 4th of July, are you getting all the same stuff just without the gifts? Yeah, you have like... Get on the gifts. All right, fine. Then we won't make it like 4th of July. We'll make it like there's something in your house, like a, uh, you know, a hydrangea. You have to have a hydrangea. And um, you put the presents all under the hydrangea. Well, that's interesting, but yeah. Okay. What? What? What's not upside down hydrangea? Yeah. Maybe an upside down rose. Right. You have to hang something. Like ornaments? No, well, no, it's it's just the reverse Christmas tree, you know. So it's like almost as upside down plants that you can, you know, grow up. What are down. you talking? Oh, you 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 think it has to be hung upside down? Something a little no, more not necessarily hung, you know, just something, you know. What's the what's the feel? Santa has uh, the tree. It has Santa Claus. It has the reindeer. What? Okay, so this will this okay. This holiday, Lord, oh ah! Lord. Let's brainstorm the holiday and come up with it. I think we need like to focus what? on fruits and vegetables so we can have a carrot mascot. We're really pushing people to gift produce, fresh. Maybe it's produce. a pineapple man, a pineapple man who he ah, is like. I could get down with that. Yeah, it's like a pineapple man that comes and he... Uh, it kind of reminiscent of the Kool-Aid man, a fun sort of jovial... Uh, yeah, I like that. You I have like to leave a like a joint or like a beer outside for the, the pineapple man. So it's not kid-friendly. Not a kid-friendly holiday. not for kids. It's for literally me to get presents and I'm old. <laughs> I like it's a lot. liquor. What? what if you have to make her custom sandcastle? Ooh, yeah. And then you leave gifts under your sandcastle. That's fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, or like a sandcastle it, in I your guess. house, an inside sandcastle. A sandcastle. That's cool. And every yeah, and then like everyone, cool. you could make a really big one, like a Christmas tree size sandcastle, or you know, people could do small ones. Like everyone has a different one, just like Christmas tree. You, you bury the stuff in the sand, so the cat. Oh, oh, and then when you like go yeah, and that's take really apart fun. the sandcastle, then it's yeah. see. Yeah. This is why we need to brainstorm. I never would have come up with that. So like you, that's kid, great live in and like you know it's a, it's almost like a like a discovery type of thing yeah and then like parents are like oh shvingunzi it's like there's so much sand in the house but the kids love it. yeah uh, anna i love your idea i love that we flushed it out live on the pod do we have um a price point it's not a product it's an idea for a holiday <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, most of the time people will like to have a a limit on the 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 amount of gift cost. So you know, what what are we working with in terms of how big is this holiday? Is it for the family? every household Friends. would be different. Every household would be different. Celebrating Christmas twice. I I don't get it. Is it just Christmas and summer, or like how well, how is it different? It's, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a Christmas in summer. It's a gift giving holiday in the summer. Well, you apparently weren't listening to me, David. No, I said yeah, that about fifty times in a have row. Have a date. Have a date. Give us a date. I said June twenty third, but then I said the solstice, which I think they might. That might be the solstice. I think it's twenty first, but you might be right. You might be right. Hmm. What if we called it? Raw? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I love that. Raw. Yeah. Oh, where are you going? Oh, yeah, we're going to the Hamptons for raw. We're doing raw in the Hamptons this year. Sounds a little like Ramadan, though, you know? No, it doesn't. Maybe a little bit, the first part. Um, When's Ramadan? I don't know. Sure. All I know is Dylan, that I need that a up. summertime present. Right. So, like yeah, it. that's the idea. I mean, as a custom investor, I think we should, you know, get on that now. Start making, you know, like uh, cards for it. Um, you know, kind of get the branding going down. And, uh, Definitely, I am glad. Thank you so much for your support. And Dave, you look like you're crying. Are you okay? Oh my I'm God. always okay, and I'm actually out. I'm not in as a customer. <laughs> what? Why? What are I you think, talking about? I think it's it's a lazy idea. It's Halloween. It's I. It's um, not lazy at all. I actually had it written out like uh, for the first time. I usually don't even have an idea. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good. That uh, yeah, and you come in unprepared. It's unprofessional. This is why you can't hold. What is unprepared about it? Um, you're you're wearing a nightgown. You're unprofessional, and I, for one, think that you know maybe it's your time to leave the show. <laughs> I'm not unprofessional, and you know what, Dave? Maybe it's time for you to leave the show. Me and Jeff don't need you here for this. You see, they would imagine wouldn't that be a twist. Yeah, <laughs> the show's just uh, it's just Anna and her fucking cocktail waitress friends that used to salute around new york city what are you talking about cocktail waitress friends you're such a piece (laughs) of shit shut up david that's what you said i remember when we first met you saying that and it like like internal i internalized it for some reason because i didn't realize at the time that i was talking to a fucking gumby and uh you're like yeah you should get a better job you're a cocktail waitress meanwhile i was like working i was like hanging out with like waka flocka and having like the best time ever then you come along and you're like hey stop doing that job and instead of realizing like oh this nerd's trying to pull you down into the hole this nerd's trying to pull you down into the hole then instead of realizing that i was like oh maybe i should try to get an office job and look at me now look at me fucking now like I had it so good. I was so cool. And Dave's never worked in service. He doesn't understand what it takes. Exactly. Dave's like, oh, you're you you're just a cocktail waitress. You should right. uh, you should I was a fucking brand. You're all ambassador. face your face and ass is what you are. I have stories. I'm gonna write a book someday. Do you know like oh my god, one time we were like there's like 10 of us I'll, from, I'll probably all probably be ghost writing it. For World AIDS Day, we were all in red gowns 
in two phantoms going around the city from we went to like 10 nightclubs in one night just like doing like bottle parades for world age jeff was probably cleaning the puke out from the phantom before you guys fucking dropped (laughs) in it was so incredible and I'm like, Vacuuming up I gave it up drugs, to like Jeff. fucking crunch numbers, like so that Dave Rosenberg will respect me. <laughs> That's good stuff. <sighs> looks like we're just scratching the surface there. And if yeah. you head over to Patreon, there's probably a, some more of this going on too, guys. Check it out. A lot of juicy stuff. <laughs> I've been writing. I've been writing a lot of poems on our Patreon. Um, oh, thinly God. veiled insults towards Anna and her bulbous head. So you wait, Dave. Let's talk about your alt account, your fake account, your fake Reddit account, where you wrote like a, a hate post about me on Reddit. What's going on with this, Dave? Uh, there's no yeah, such I thing. Uh, we've checked on that, and, and it turns out it's a 22-year-old. Dave went really out of his way to appear to be a from England. year old from England. Got a great jawline. And really cool kid, actually. Follow him. Stuff that sounds exactly like Dave, because yeah. it is him talking about, like, yeah, like. Always trolling you from another account. Yeah, like Queen Bring Mama back. To give out her throne. <laughs> Some, yeah, it's like, okay. I, I think that was fantastic. Really good stuff. And I'm actually excited to bring um, a, a very special um, submission um, uh, back into play. I, I think we've all been missing the submission. So I'd love to read one from Andrew Weissman, um, uh, if you don't mind. Oh, Weisman, yeah. Six. Yeah, he's a good guy. Folks, uh, here we go. Almost every man on earth has dealt with the dilemma of finding the perfect shirt in your drawer. Am I saying that right, Anna? Mm, better than usual usually say draw yeah. Oh, yeah i got that accent or closet but discovering that it's a tad too big or loose do you guys have this problem uh, so maybe you've lost some weight since you bought this amazing shirt or maybe the shirt is a holdover from the 90s when baggy clothes was all the rage um so what is this uh what is andrew's half-baked solution you might ask it's tucking the shirt into the back, all right? And we all know this looks like balls. Suddenly you're showing off your tush and it looks try hard. Introducing belts for shirts for men. Proof of concept wise, this concept has already been proven because women have been buying and using shirt belts for centuries. A masculine aesthetic has never been offered in the marketplace. Enter melts, belts for men shirts. Discreet, minimal, strong, classic, dapper. Comes in colors to match the shirt you're rocking. Help present and show off your build. Now you can buy that larger XL, even though you're medium or large, respectively. $4.99 at your local Target and on melt.com. God bless Andrew, the wise man. Respect. I love it. Melts, belts for shirts, belts for men's shirts. Uh, I think it's wonderful. Uh, don't forget, you can send your emails to ideas at twinnovation.biz. Uh, um, the voicemails, actually, they're tough to do right now, folks, because we can't all hear them because we all record differently. So that's a tough one. But we do love to read your emails. We have a bunch stocked up and we're going to get through in the next couple episodes. Uh, again, email us at ideas at twinnovation.biz. Guys, what's going on with you? How are you feeling? I'm pretty good, Dave. Seems uh, a little, yeah, yeah. Seems yeah, a little I feel good. How are you? Stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more birds. Now an open crew, starting day with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.